Hey, what is up, guys? It is Saturday. You are on Track Star Sports. And of course, that means one thing it is the Out of the Pin podcast. Uh, guys, go and follow Track Star Sports. Make sure that you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to your podcast so that you can hear Out of the Pin and other great sports shows uh, just like us all across the network from baseball, basketball, NFL, fighting, whatever you like in sports, we've got you covered at Track Star Sports. That's Track Stars with a Z. As always, guys, I am Eric Boston. Uh, you're out of the pen host. My co-host typically is Ryan Cameron. He is taking a night off tonight, guys. But, you know, when this has happened in the past, I've had to fly solo. Ryan had to fly solo uh, before. But tonight, guys, I've got someone here with me that I'm excited to introduce you to. Uh, he is a contributor at OutOfThePinBaseball.com. Uh, he helps us out with social media, does a lot of good stuff. You've probably seen his articles. If you saw the uh, the article on the website about this Atlanta Braves team doing something very special, uh, you know that was that was this gentleman here. Uh, he's got a new article up that came out today uh, about. A, you know, the possibility of the MLB expansion. So go in, uh, onto the website, check that out, guys, out of the pin baseball.com. But his name is Mr. Andrew Teaster. How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good. How are you? Man, I am doing all right, man. I'm excited to have you on the show. It's your first time. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the baseball season so far. I can't wait to see what, what's going to happen the rest of the year. Definitely, definitely, and of course, we're gonna we're gonna cover all the big stuff that comes out uh, there on outofthepinbaseball.com. dot uh, com. You know, you came on when we launched the website back on Memorial Day, and, and it's been a whirlwind. Uh, what have you? What has your experience been like? Just being part of the Out of the Pin team. Uh, to me, this has been completely surreal. Uh, never in my wildest dreams would I have ever thought I was going to be able to talk about baseball for for my hobby but I mean this could turn out to be something awesome so yeah this has definitely been crazy I'm not much of a writer I'm more of a a math person so this me writing stuff is not not my forte but I think I've done pretty good so far uh if you've read my articles let me know how what you think yeah I think you've done great man I mean and and definitely people have been reading them you know we're able to track that and um you know, it's, it's solid, man. It's really good. So I definitely encourage the people that are listening, if you haven't checked out Andrew's articles, just jump on to outofthepinbaseball.com, check them out. Um, you know, on there you can get great articles by guys like Andrew. You know, my I, I write some stuff for the site. We've got a great team in place, guys. Uh, so go and show some love. You can jump over to, like, the video section. We got some cool interviews on there. Uh, last weekend me and Ryan were lucky and we were able to – uh, not only talked to Fernando Tatis Jr., the number seven po- prospect in all of baseball, but we were also able to get in on a press conference with one Yadier Molina. So if you guys want to check those videos out, jump onto the website, head on over to the videos page, check them out. Uh, it's just some really cool content. And, I, right, and Andrew, I will tell you what, man, as cool as the content and stuff is that we've been able to put out, and I'm excited about that, uh, I'm really excited about this topic that me and you are going to get a chance to talk about here in just a minute. Uh, but I had, a, I had a question for you though. Yep. Um, whenever, so what do you, what kind of devices do you use, man? Do you use uh, Apple products or are you an Android man? Uh, completely Apple. My wife, completely turned, Apple. Yeah. My wife turned me on to it a couple of years ago and I haven't <laughs> touched an Android device since. Okay. All right. Well, you're not helping me here, but Sorry. if you guys are like you're good, man. If you guys are like Andrew and you are an Apple person, then guess what? Go on to iTunes, check out the podcast list, find Trackstar Sports, and subscribe so that you can hear out of the pen. However, if you are like me and you use Android products, guys, you know where I'm going with this. You've been listening to the show long enough. Download the Podcast Republic app. It is fantastic. It is only for Android. It brings all of your favorite podcasts right there to your device. You don't have to go searching and and trying to track down the newest episodes. You just make it a favorite, and it's right there on your home screen. And, of course, Trackstar Sports is a favorite network on Podcast Republic, so it's super easy to find us. 
Download the app. Listen to us every week, guys. So, Andrew, last week, been, you know, one, one, of the, one of my favorite things throughout the baseball year, you know, kind of started rolling last week, and that is all-star voting. You know, we as fans, we get to jump in. We get to make our voice heard a little bit. You know, we get to play a part in who makes it to that Midsummer Classic. And, man, there's a – I'll tell you what. I was – I filled out a few brackets – or not a few brackets, a, a few uh, ballots already. And one thing I noticed is, man, there is a lot of new names that I'm putting on to my ballots. Have you filled out any yet? Yeah, I've definitely got – Quite a few not-so-known names on mine, uh, just guys that came came to play this year. So, um, yeah, I've done a couple that there's been – the NL outfield position, there's like 10 guys that you can vote for that is just anybody can be an all-star. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And there was definitely some um, some very difficult choices when filling out that uh, ballot. So, yes. what made- yeah, so, so what we wanted to do tonight, guys, is we wanted to go through my ballot and Andrew's ballot and see, you know, who did we put our votes in for and compare them and, and talk about our picks. So I say let's just jump into it, man. And how about since you are a Braves fan, how about we start with the National League? Sounds good. Okay, awesome, awesome. So let's just start at first base and we'll go around, around the infield. I, I have a feeling that – there's you already a, know my answer. I, and I have a feeling that this one is maybe w- one of the ones that we have in common here. Uh, uh, should, so. should, I, should I make a guess on who I mean, is, or do you want to just say it? I mean, he's – I'm going to say he's an MVP candidate right now, and he's the front runner for the MVP right now, and that is Mr. Freddie Freeman. That is my first baseman. Yeah, and, and I'm right there with you, man. I mean – not only is Freddie Freeman having a great year, I mean, he is one of the guys that is leading this charge for the Atlanta Braves, right? I mean, we knew there was good young talent on this team. I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but we, I don't think maybe even you as a Braves fan, I'm not sure if you thought that they were going to be where they are right now, sitting, you know, a week into June. I mean, they're they're – they are for real, and part a big part of that is Freddie Freeman. I mean, he is batting three thirty eight, which yep. is sixth in the majors, 11 home runs, 43 RBIs. Uh, I, I'm going to let you talk about him for a minute, man, because you are the expert on the Braves. Uh, he, he had a great mentor in the great Chipper Jones. Uh, he was part of the – he was a part of the teams that were good back when Chipper was there, and then they kind of – once Chipper left and retired – they kind of went away for a little bit. So Freddie's been there through the highs. He's been there through the lows, and he's getting them back on track with the, this new group. Uh, he's definitely the veteran leadership in the bull or the clubhouse. So he's definitely taking a lot of the guys under his wing, and he's just he's leading by example as well. So he's he's just tearing it up this year, and I couldn't be proud uh, more prouder of him, man. Uh, it's just awesome what he's doing this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's hard to debate anyone else in that spot, to be honest with you. Uh, now, let's, let, let's, let's shift over and, and let's look at who, who do you have as your starting second baseman? This is, this is going to be one of the new guys that I have that I've never put on an all-star ballot, but it is one Scooter Jeanette. He's, he's tearing it up this year at second base. There's not a whole lot other people out there that are – coming close i mean i was gonna put ozzy Alsby's, but i didn't want to feel like a homer and put another braze guy there so but scooter scooter's having a really good year yeah and um you know maybe it's shocking maybe it's not but we are two for two so far oh, I, I, all right, I, right. I've got scooter as my starting second baseman i mean look at it i mean if we just look at the you know the kind of the power three numbers right from an offensive standpoint uh, Scooter's batting 344, which is third in baseball. Yep. Right? 12 home runs. So he's showing really good power for, especially from the second base. For a second base. base yep. Yeah. And, and, and 44 RBIs. You know, I mean, he's getting it done on a very poor Cincinnati Reds team. He's pr- the brightest spot there, I would say, pretty easily. Even with, uh, even with Joey Votto. I mean, as good as Joey Votto is, right now, it's all about Scooter Jeanette in Cincinnati. 
Yeah, if the Reds want to build towards something for the future, this they need to keep this kid. I could see them trading Joey Votto by the trade deadline, but that's another totally another topic that I don't want to try to go down right now. So, but yeah, Scooter's definitely going to be the future of the Reds. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, he's having a great year, and I think you know he's he's built it up right. It's it's been a process with him, and I think he's you know reaching his. Uh, full potential right now and it's a great thing to see because they need something positive up there in Cincinnati now shortstop I I, th- I feel like this may be possibly the first one where we disagree I don't know because yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of options at shortstop I feel like. yeah yeah there is um yeah I, I don't even I could this was one of my tougher decisions uh but since I went first the last couple of times I'll let you go first this time and then we'll see where we're at all right, so the guy I picked is uh, hitting three twenty four. Maybe, maybe we're not. I think we're not the same ring. Seven home runs, twenty seven RBIs, yep. and plays in San Francisco. Brandon Crawford is my That's, starting shortstop. That is exactly who I picked. Uh, he's having another good year. He's just he's tearing it up on a pretty good uh san francisco team so he's definitely leading the charge for them uh but yeah that's who i had too so we're three okay. for three we are three for three i i, I, would, I thought maybe that would be the one because like i said there, there's some there's a few guys out there that i think you know make this interesting but but crawford's having a really solid all-around year i mean and when you look at the names that are on that san francisco roster with buster posey with you know, Evan Longoria, Andrew McCutcheon, all these, you know, big names. Crawford is just going out there and he's getting it done. So, I mean, I think he deserves it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Well, we're going to keep on going and see if we're going to keep this uh, 100 per streak going or, or if we're going to, you know, maybe have something different here. I think we'll- we're going to be the same on this because this guy's tearing it up again this year. So, we'll see. Yeah, I have a feeling this one's pretty safe. We're going to find a place where we're different, and we're going to talk about it. That's all I'm saying. It's going to yeah. happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Even if I have to change something. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so, third base for the National League. Do you want to take it? I mean, it's nobody else other than Nolan Arenado. He's hitting 327, got 12 home runs, 36 RBIs. He's having another great year, uh, not only offensively, but the guy is so good with his glove, and he has a rocket arm. So he's doing it on both, like, offensive and defensively. So he's he's my all-star third baseman. Yeah, I mean, and you hit it right on the head, man. I mean, an all-around player, uh, you know, offense, defense, he just does it all so well. And at a – position where the third base has changed a lot from when you know when I was growing up I know I'm a little bit older than you but you know back back then it was you wanted guys who could you know drop bombs well it was guys that could fill their position well they had pop uh but then you had you know I grew up watching guys like George Brett you know where you know they still they hit for average now it's like if you get a guy that can you know, whenever he gets a hold of it, it goes a long way. Yep. Cool. cool. You know, and, and batting average isn't that big of a deal. It doesn't seem yeah. like. Um, no. And, 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 third, and defensive, you know, play at third base, it's, you know, it seems like there's a lot of teams that's trying to figure out, okay, who do we put there at third base that's not going to kill us? You know, like you're, you're Atlanta Braves, for, for example. I mean, they're, they're going through that. They're trying to figure out, okay, who is our third baseman? Yeah, we we experimented with the Jose Batista that didn't work out, so we we cut him. Uh, we've got Johan Camargo; he's a young guy. We've got another guy in the minor leagues that's tearing it up right now, and I hope to see by the end of the year. But and we're always in trade talks. I mean, we could see Mustakas go there by the trade deadline. Uh, Josh Donaldson's another name that I heard there, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but the Braves, yeah, they're in kind of a lull. I mean, nobody's going to be able to step up and take the charge like Chipper did. So it's going to be kind of hard to get another guy like that. But we'll see. All right. So, 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 yeah, our our no doubt third base pick in the National League is Nolan Arenado. Like yep. you said, you know, tenth in the league in batting average uh, on a team that's you know right there, super competitive in the NL West. You know, could win a division. 
possibly. So yeah, no, no doubt pick there. So now we, we go over to the catcher position and there are a lot of good catchers in the national league, man. This one was a really difficult choice for me. Uh, yeah. I, I, I want to hear who you picked just so I know. I, I, I want to be confident in my pick. So, so, so let's hear who you got at catcher for the National Well, uh, I've, I've got a catcher that's hitting 281. Uh, the catching position, it's definitely changed, like you said, the third bases has. Uh, catchers used to be power hitting guys. Now, not so much. They're just more of making sure the pitcher's throwing strikes. And then if they hit, they hit. Um, I went with Wilson Contreras from the Cubs because he's, I mean, he's hitting the ball good, but he's doing so much other stuff with that team that's keeping them on track and trying to get them back in the first place. That's an interesting pick, and that's a name that I looked at. We've got our first difference here. I figured this would – are we prepared? Are we prepared for this? Do we need to mentally take a break for a second? Or I, or... I don't know. I thought we were on the same page, but I, I guess know. not. Right, right. Well, because I mean, you're talking about the National League, where you've got, you know, Yadier Molina, you've got Buster Posey, you've got um, Barnhart, who's doing, you know, solid in Cincinnati as well, yep. right? Uh, but my guy <laughs> that I decided to go with, you know, we talked about Jean- Jeanette being a one of the very few bright spots in Cincinnati. This guy may be the only real bright spot right now on his team. And honestly, it may even be surprising that he is still there. Uh, I'm going with Romalto from Miami. Yep. He's hitting 311. Too. Yep. Yeah. Hitting 311, six home runs, 19 RBIs on, you know, a Miami team that Derek Jeter came in and stripped of, basically any real major league talent that they had, you know, traded away their entire outfield, uh, traded away their second baseman. Um, you know, there was a lot of talks that Ramon moved during the offseason. He ended up sticking in Miami for now anyway. Um, yes. I mean, but this kid is really good. Yeah, the Braves were talking about trading for him in the offseason. I really wish we would have, but our, catchy, our catchers have, even though we're doing it by platoon, they have definitely stepped up this year. Kurt Suzuki and uh, – crap, now I'm drawing a blank on what his name is. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Flowers. There you go. Tyler Flowers. Yeah. And they've been stepped up, but, uh, I mean, I still wish we would have been able to get R- Rumoto, uh from the Marlins. So, But now we didn't. Uh, we'll look at it probably hopefully by the trade deadline, see where we're at. Yeah, I mean, you know, the if Romulto does make the all-star team, I, I say – he's got a pretty high percent chance of that being one of his last games as far as being a Marlin. I mean, I think he's got to be a legit guy that teams are looking at and that he has a real probability of being dealt because he could bring back a nice package for that Miami team that's clearly looking to the future and not worried about winning right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought they usually tore down the team after they won a World Series, but Jeter came in and did it without winning one. So we'll see how it goes. All right, all right. So, let's see. There's not a there's not a DH vote for the National League, so we're gonna skip that. But we will have that for the American League side. Uh, so we're gonna move to the outfield, and of course, when you're making your All Star votes, you get to pick three outfielders. Who makes up your outfield for the National League in the All Star game, Andrew? Um. Well, you got guys like Harper. He's always. I mean, he's having a really good year hitting wise homer or like power wise he's hitting really good for contact not so much but he's in a contract year so he's definitely going out to try to prove something he's on my all-star list uh a really surprising name for me um i'm glad we traded him but he's he's definitely having a very good year uh in a resurgence uh matt kemp is another one he's hitting 349 with 10 home runs and 40 rbis yeah, and that, uh, and that three, and that three forty nine batting average is second in the league. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. They do. He hasn't done anything for the last four years, and then he goes out after he gets traded back to the Dodgers and steps up in a big way for a team that definitely needs some leadership right now. Um, but my third outfielder, which is he's actually this is crazy to me, 
I've got him making his first all-star game ever. He's been in the league for like 12 years, and he's, he's a very good outfielder. Uh, Nick Markakis is having a really good year for the Braves. He's hitting 328 with eight home runs and 42 RBIs. Uh, it's really hard for me to believe that he has never made an all-star team. Yeah, yeah. So, so your outfield is Harper, Kemp, and Markakis. Yep. Okay. All right. I, I'm there with you on two thirds of it, right? Uh, I I have Bryce Harper in there. I know the batting average is kind of terrible right now, right? He's hitting 229. He does have those 18 home runs and, and 40 RBIs. I mean, even with the low batting average, he has you know made sure that he stays in. You know, all the headlines. He's in the highlights because he's hitting moonshots. You know, I mean, I, I think even with that low batting average, he's just done enough to, that he's going to get in there. I mean, he's a, obviously one of the biggest names that we have in sport. You actually just wrote an article about if you were picking a team, who would you pick between Harper and Mike Trout? I did, because, yes. And, and, and they are, you know, two players that are always going to be linked throughout their career, right? Because they – Drafted a year apart, came up at the same time. Uh, you know, yep. both, you know, a nice breath of fresh air into the sport. Um, so I think all that combined gets him in to that all-star uh, lineup. Yes. And then I'm, I'm with you. Like, Matt Kemp, like, as much as I, as I questioned myself whenever I was picking Matt Kemp, I was like, man, really? Matt yeah, yeah, Kemp? Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I mean, yeah, at, you know, Years ago, you know, he's sitting there like, I mean, MVP caliber player, right? Yep. Uh, but then it looked like his career was done over the last few years. I mean, he just couldn't get going. And then I, I don't know what happened, but going back to L.A., he's he's tearing it up, like we said. Yeah, for sure, um, man. Uh, let me guess your last one. I think well, I know who your last one is because I okay. had – a, well, let, let me say this real quick about Mark right. Kakis. Like Mark Kakis was a guy that I really, really thought about for a long time yeah. because he is, he's having a fabulous year. He's being a veteran leader for Atlanta and we see what they are doing. Um, so that was a, that was one guy that I had to take a long, hard look at and it was not easy leaving him off of my ballot, but yeah. go ahead, go ahead and take the guess. Okay, because ha- I'm pretty sure I had this guy as my – instead of Kemp, because I was going back and forth between him and Kemp, but Charlie Blackman. Well, it's a good guess, Andrew. It's a good he's guess. But, too. Yeah, he's, he's doing great, but it's not my third guy. Wow. All right. Yeah. I don't um, know who it is then. Well, I'm going to that very same NL East in a team that is – been surprising that is being competitive and that is in philadelphia with the phillies and odabel herrera that's my third yeah thought about him too yeah i mean he's hitting 305 seven home runs 32 rbis you know for a phillies team that honestly felt like they were still two to three years away and they are well i think that they are going to be in the middle of that division when it's all said and done they've at least are competing they're making it tough and they are you know, trying to stick around. And, and, yep. and he's a big part of that. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, he's definitely been a brave killer so far this year. Uh, he's, he's a tough out. So, uh, yeah, it's exci- it'll be exciting to see between the – I think it's between the Phillies, the Braves, and the Nats to see who's going to win the East and then take home a wild card spot, if not two. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to come down to the Nats and the Braves. Um, you know, the, I think the Braves are just legitimately ahead of where they should be. And oh, yeah. you, I you don't disagree yeah, with that. But I, I, but I don't think it's fake either. Like the, the Phillies, I think they had a good solid run. Like I said, they're going to be competitive, but I think they are going to finish third in that division. But we'll see. We'll see. You never know. It's, I mean, that's the beauty of baseball. You just never know. Exactly. All right. All right. So now let's take a look. Uh, so, so just to recap, that means my outfield is Harper, Kemp, and Odell Herrera. Uh, I think, you know, I don't think in, either one of us were really off base. I mean, there's solid arguments for everyone we picked. I know we were only um, – well, two, two Yeah, we were yep. only, only at two in that catcher in that third outfield position. But, you know, there's, there's a handful of guys that are probably worthy of starting in the outfield in the National League. 
So it's going to be an inter- that's going to be an interesting vote to see where that all ends up. Oh yeah, for sure. But we will shift over to the American League now. Well, before we do that, oh, yeah. who What's would up? you start? Who would you start as your pitcher? Um, let's co- let's come back to that at the end. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's co- let's come back to that because I, I I think I want to you know really talk about those two starting pitchers and how we feel like they would face off. So okay. Um, so American League first baseman. This one was kind of tough for me, to be honest with you. Andrew, how, how did you feel when you were looking at those first base options? Definitely somebody – like, I picked somebody that I didn't expect to, but he's by far, to me, the he's been the best first baseman. You don't have Hosmer in the AL anymore to, to be that go-to guy at first base for the American League, but – yeah, it's been it was crazy why I picked this guy cuz you haven't really heard anything. He was highly thought of when he first came up, but he kind of slowed down. But now he's back to hitting the ball pretty good, so I I think uh, it was it was tough, but I think this guy is definitely pulling away from the rest of the pack in the American League. Well, I mean, you you're talking him up and and I I just want to know who it is. I mean, you, uh, you you've done a, you've done him justice. He he's definitely been a bright spot for the the White Sox. Oh, uh, so okay. it's been Jose Abreu. I think he's hitting two ninety nine with ten home runs. Guys, so he's he's had a really good year. Uh, he started like when he first came up. He started he was hitting bombs left and right. Nobody knew what was going on. And then last season he really didn't do anything. Uh, but then this year he's back to to tearing the ball uh, ball up and. Doing having a pretty solid year. Yeah, I mean he, you know, Abreu is one of those guys that you know when he was signed, he was able to move really quick into the majors, right? Because of yep. where he was coming over, uh, you know, to Major League Baseball. Um, and yeah, I, I'll, yeah, I get, I get why you're going there. He is on, you know, arguably the worst team in baseball at this point they're in Chicago but that's because they're in the middle of a full-blown no arguments about it rebuild right they have gone young and he is a name that I think is going to be interesting to watch to see you know could he be dealt at the deadline you know, yeah like, like we said for me it wasn't what the, the this wasn't a spot where it was hard to pick because there was so many great guys it was like it was kind of hard to pick because there wasn't just a clear option to me for, yeah, for that's that's pretty much why I picked him. I mean, besides having, but nobody else is shining like a all star should. So I mean, that's I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I so we have a a a difference of opinion right here off the bat with the American League. I went with uh, Mitch Moreland in Boston. He's hitting three hundred three, ten home runs, thirty RBIs, um, and honestly, kind of getting looked over because he's got. Two guys in Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez that is just killing it this year, right? Yeah, but Moreland is, sure. is having a very solid season there in Boston. Yeah, uh, he's last year when he, he was signed there, he was having a really good year, and he signed there again in the offseason. Uh, so, yeah, he's definitely hitting the ball really good. Uh, just, I mean, that's pretty much either or. I mean, you can go either way. Uh, with him there I actually have him at a different position for my AL all-stars but we'll talk about that later all right um all right so second base I I would be shocked if you and I were different on this but but who do you got for second base I have the reigning AL MVP in Jose Altuve uh, he's tearing the ball off the cover. He's not hitting as many home runs as he did last year, but he's still hitting the ball really good and getting on base for those guys behind him. So he's, uh, he's, he's my second baseman. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. Like you said, he's, you know, of course, Altuve is just a great hitter, hitter, right? He's hitting 338. That puts him fifth in baseball. Um, like I said, a little bit down on the, in the power numbers. He's at, you know, got four home runs on the year, 31 RBIs. So, but the big thing is, is that he is still a key part of that reigning World Series champion team there in Houston, and I still, you know, he's going to be a big part of why they have a very good chance at defending that title this year. 
Um, like you said, you know, MVP player. Um, I mean, he just he he's always playing well. I mean, just always coming out and doing his job, which is you know. Yeah, yeah, not, he, not, always, not always the case, right? No, nah, yeah, he came out of nowhere when he came up, and he's not going anywhere. So it's definitely not a fluke thing. The last year wasn't a fluke. Uh, he's doing it again this year. So we'll, I'm excited to see what the Astros can do the rest of the year. Uh, they're having a battle with Seattle right now, which is not what I expected. But they Seattle's got a definitely a lot of veteran presence there. So we'll see how the rest of the season uh, goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I'll 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 go with shortstop. How about that? Sounds good. Um, so my shortstop is a guy who is definitely in the midst of you know trade talks this year. He is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, he is added you know on a team that is drastically underperforming, especially when you look at them on paper, and that's Manny Machado. Uh, now his own personal numbers. I mean he's hitting 322, 18 home runs, 50 RBIs. Machado's doing great. Uh, but uh, I, I'm real. I just, I continue to be dumbfounded with what is going on in Baltimore. Like just, I'm going to throw out another name right here real quick, Andrew, um, that I was close to putting onto my AL team, but I just, I ended up just not doing it. But, I mean, Adam Jones, you know, his teammate, yeah. his, Adam Jones is having a good year. It makes no sense when these two, when you got these two guys, you've got Chris Davis there in Baltimore. I mean, me and Ryan have talked talked about a lot that they have, you know, that their pitching is very subpar. But you would think that that offense could carry them at least more than what it has. Yeah, you would think. But, I mean, we're seeing how they're playing, and it's not very good. Um, Yeah, I've got Machado, too. Ryan's going to kill me. Um (laughs) I was, he's just, ha, he's, we're talking about Bryce Harper having a contract year. Machado's having a, in a contract year too, and he's tearing the ball. Like he's doing better than Harper is. And nobody's really talking about it. Uh, so yeah. well, and I think that's a, a factor of how bad the team is doing there in Baltimore. Cause he is, he is having a fantastic year and he deserves that starting spot in the American league. Oh, I completely agree. Um, yeah. Lindor. Lindor's having a really good year, but Machado's having that much better of a year. All right, all right. Um, so third base is is a spot that I really wanted to kind of be a homer with. Um, you know, and and everyone that listens to the show knows that I'm a big Royals fan, and I really wanted to go Mike Moustakas here. You know, he has come out, and he has proven that you know that uh, that home run surge that he had last year, setting the Kansas City. Uh, single season record uh, was not a fluke. You know, he has just continued right on. He's showing that he's healthy from that knee injury uh, that cost him a season, uh, you know, a couple years ago. Uh, But in the end, I just, I I couldn't pull the trigger. I'm putting him in no matter how much I wanted to. And instead I went with a divisional rival there in the American League Central and Jose Ramirez in Cleveland. Um, I just feel like that is the, the, smart choice in the American <laughs> League right now. Uh, I'd love to know who you have. Uh, I'm actually, Ryan's going to love me for this one because I do too have uh, Jose Ramirez. He's hitting 298. He's 19 home runs, 43 RBIs. He's tearing it up. Uh, he he showed out in the, the playoffs a couple years ago. Uh, did it again last year. So, I mean, he's he's definitely not going anywhere with the power numbers or anything like that, but yeah, Mustakas. It was a, it was a pretty tough call, but Ramirez is just having the better year right now, and hopefully Mustakas isn't there by the All Star game. But who knows? Well, I'll tell you this though. Um, one one thing that made it a lot closer for me was that Moose is, you know, he is performing on a team that is not doing well, and and honestly is not you know expected to do well. On the flip side of it, Ramirez is performing on a team that had very high expectations. The assumptions was they would run away with the division because it's so weak after Cleveland. 
and they're not. They're kind of underperforming. So that's, I think that made it a little bit closer for me. But, yeah, Ramirez is just having a good individual season regardless of where Cleveland is right now. No. I mean, I think, I think they're going to find their group. I mean, they've obviously been playing a lot better recently, but they've had some ground to make up because they kind of dug a little bit of a hole early. But I think I think we are going to see them you know, settle in and, and with, take and away with the – yep, yep. Um, who's your starting catcher for the American League? Um, this was another really tough call. Um, I just – there wasn't a whole lot of options out there. Uh, but Gary Sanchez has kind of stepped up for the Yankees when Stanton and Judge haven't really been there. Uh, so I'm, I went with Gary Sanchez. He's got 12 home runs, 35 uh, RBIs, and he's leading all catchers, all tied with all uh, for first place and with all catchers with a .9 WAR. So I feel like he he would definitely be a great All Star catcher. Okay, okay. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Yeah. Like I, I, I said, bet you're shocked. I bet nah, you're shocked. Not really. <laughs> um, so for me now, now I am going to be a homer. And yeah. I'm going with the guy who has started for the American League for several years now, and Mr. Salvador Perez from Kansas City. Uh, I mean, he's shown just how good he is and how valuable he is to Kansas City. I mean, he got a late start, right? He was on the DL um, right out of the gate, you know, missing time. So he's he's had some ground to make up. But you know what? I mean, the, the batting average, I mean, Salvi's not going to be a 300 hitter. He's, he's hitting yeah. 238. Yeah. But he's got 10 home runs, 31 RBIs. I mean, he came in and, and just picked up like he, you know, didn't have any rust from the injury. You know, he just was was going in and showing why I feel he is definitely the best catcher in the American League. And I'll argue with you about him being the best catcher in baseball. That that was pretty close to him. I mean, him and Gary, like, I think what caused it for me was that he missed a little bit of time. He doesn't have the same – like – close to the bats or whatever, but they, they are actually tied with he, that's who Gary Sanchez is tied for with the lead in war and the catchers. So, I mean, it was pretty close for me, but the power numbers, a little couple more home runs and a couple more RBIs is what led me to choose Gary Sanchez over Salvi. So it was really but, close but, though. But let me try to change your mind, Andrew, because you said one very interesting thing there. They are tied in war. And Perez has less games, so yeah, just think about I, just I, think about I it. I know, I know. Like I said, it that was it was razor thin on my selection. That was probably my closest closest call. Okay, I, I, I'll respect it. I don't agree, but I'll respect yeah, it. Yeah. So, okay, so now we've got the designated hitter position. Like we said, you know that was that's not an option on the NL side of the boat, but it is for the American League. Uh, something you said earlier. Makes me wonder if I know who you've got in this spot. I, I maybe I, I don't maybe. know. Well, yeah, I, I definitely uh, went with Mitch Moreland. Like I said, he's he's tearing it up. Uh, you can't really, I mean, first base DH. You can switch those two, do whatever you want. But that's that's just where I went with it. And I thought Jose uh, is a little bit better defensively. That's why I put him in first instead of DH. So. I mean, they're interchangeable for me, but that's that's where I went with it. That that is a very interesting pick, Andrew. Whenever you've got Moreland's teammate in JD Martinez putting up the numbers that he is doing this year, hitting three fourteen, twenty home runs, fifty two RBIs. That is my DH for the American League. We um, we might see JD make an appearance on my All Star uh, roster too. So who knows? Okay. Okay, we'll we'll take a look. But yeah, J, you know, like I said, I think Moreland has definitely done well enough to be in the All Star game. So I don't, you know, I don't blame you for sliding him in there. For me, it is JD Martinez at DH. Um, if you if you're saying he's going to make your team, obviously we know where he's going. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, I think at this point he is a. You know, he is a DH. He is a designated hitter in, in, in the majors, and which in this case is not a bad thing because he's a very, very good DH. For sure, for sure. All right, so that brings us up to our outfield. Three spots for the outfield in the American League. Um, there was there, This one has, I, I feel like, as 
you know, we talked about the outfield in the National League being kind of tough to narrow it down. Um, for me, there was two no-doubters in the American League, and then that third spot was very difficult for me. Yeah, see, I had three no-doubters, so because one of my players is not in the DH spot like yours, so the other two, uh, yeah, one of my first one was J.D. Martinez. Like I said, he's turning it up right now. Uh, he was the first in the majors to 20 home runs. He's leading the league in RBIs. So, I mean, you can't do wrong DH outfield. And he's a bit of a outfield. Like, he doesn't quite have, like, have what he used to have. But he's still a great outfielder. Um, my other, well, the absolute no-doubter is his teammate, uh, Mookie Betts, is lighting everything up. I thought that it was going to be a close race between for they're going to be fighting out for triple crown earlier in the year. Um, but they kind of bets kind of slowed down on the hit and home runs. He doesn't have near as many RBIs. Uh, and then my third outfield spot is we were talking about earlier how I had an article about Trout versus Harper. Well, the guy that I would pick every single time if you give me the option is Mike Trout. He plays the he plays baseball the way you should play baseball. Uh, he's hitting three eleven. He's got nineteen home runs and thirty nine RBIs. So he's he's having another great year. Um, and that's that's who I went. With. So I got Trout, Mookie Betts, and JD Martinez as my outfield. Okay, okay, those are very solid picks. And obviously, two of my three are the same as yours. Uh, with definitely with you know Mookie Betts. Uh, lead in baseball in, in average at 359. Like you said, 17 home runs. So he, he's not too far behind Martinez, but he has slowed down a little bit here recently. Uh, 37 RBIs from that top of that Boston order, which is still really good. But yeah, he's he's playing exciting. And if it wasn't for the season that Mike Trout is putting up, I mean, you could there would be no doubt that Betts would be the the talk of the as far as outfielders in the American League, right? But Mike Trout is just, you know, doing Mike Trout things for the Angels. I mean, this guy is without a doubt the best all-around player in the game. And anyone that doesn't have him on their ballot is just a moron, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we come to that third spot on my ballot. And, and I went back and forth and back and forth for a lot of guys. And finally, I settled on – um the guy who run who won the home run derby last year in Aaron Judge from the Yankees, second year player. We all know the historic rookie season that he put up last year, and you know what? I mean, the kid is just playing well, uh, hitting two seventy four, seventeen home runs, forty three RBIs, and a lot of that I think could be attributed to having John Carlos Stanton hitting behind him in the lineup, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. But, I mean, he's he's showing that, you know, there, I think there was a concern that he was going to be a, a home run or bust guy, right? Like, he was either going to crank him out or he's going to strike out. But he's showing you that, hey, I've got more to my game than that. And I think, you know, he's still young, and we're going to see that develop even more. Uh, so, I think you can see that trio of Betts, Trout, and Judge be your starting outfield in the American League for several for seasons. Yeah, that could very well happen. Uh, yeah, I think Judge is definitely um, doing better so far this year because of John, uh, Juan Carlos Stanton, even though he's not hitting like he should be, which you have an article about that up, or we had an article about that up on the website. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was written by uh, Rodney, Rodney Clark, Rodney, guys. Yep. Yeah, if you haven't checked that out, go on there. He, he, he's got some very, very good information on – you know, is Stanton just struggling or is or is it something for the Yankees to be concerned with? And, I, and I'm not going to tell you his conclusion because I want you to go on to outofthepinbaseball.com and read it. But go and check it out because he's got some great information to back up what he's saying there. So make sure you guys click on there and read that. Uh, but I'll let you continue your thought there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely doing better because of Stanton behind him, even though he is striking out a whole lot. Um, but I, people are still afraid of Staten. I mean, because one, with one swing of the bat, he could send it to the moon. So, yeah. I mean, 
Uh, I just found it funny the other night whenever he got hit by the guy that hit him in the face. Uh, and then he came back the next time up and hit a home run. And pretty much just as soon as he hit home plate, just pointed at him and said, see, that's what happens when you throw <laughs> over the plate. So, I mean, the guy can it, – it could either be – like you said with uh, Judge, he was going to be a home run or strikeout guy. Stanton, Stanton's pretty much a home run or strikeout guy. You, you're most likely going to get uh, a couple strikeouts a game from him. Uh, I mean, I'm glad he's out of the NL East. We don't have to put up with him as much. So, that's always a good thing for me, the Braves. So, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Okay. Yeah, I need Stanton to get going for my uh... – from my fantasy team, we're kind of strong. <laughs> but so, no, I think I think we've got two very solid rosters. I mean, obviously they're going to be good when we're talking about the best of the best players across the league. Um, now let's dive into real quick to what you were wanting to get to earlier, and that is who do you feel should start for the American League and the National League in this All Star game? At least up to this point, uh, I know I've got my two. Like, no doubt about it, no questions asked. Uh, I'm feeling that you're probably right there with me. Yeah, I mean, National League is without a doubt a no-brainer. American League, you could – there's a couple of guys that you could have picked as the starter. Ryan's going to kill me again. Um, I went with Verlander in the American League. He's got a 7-2 record, 124 ERA, 104 strikeouts. But you could also put Kluber in there. Kluber's having a very good year again. Um, but I just went with Verlander. He's he's having a resurgence, like much like Matt Kemp was having a resurgence. Uh, whenever Verlander got traded to the Astros, something clicked in him. It's like, it's it. I'm gonna go back to old Verlander, and he's throwing fastballs. He's bringing the heat. He's tearing it up again this year. Um, like, cause last year he, his ERA at this point in the year was like six or something like that. I don't remember the exact number, but it was pretty high. So for him to do that a year later and be at a one two four ERA uh, is completely insane. He's having a resurgence uh, down in Houston. Uh, my National League, I mean, there's without a doubt, there's nobody else you can pick. It's Max Scherzer. He's ten and one with a one point nine five ERA and one hundred thirty three strikeouts. That dude is a strikeout king. Um, he threw an immaculate inning for the second time in his career, there's not a whole lot of people that have done that once. So to do it twice in a career is completely insane. Yeah. Yeah. And for those who may not know uh, what Andrew means by immaculate inning, that is nine pitches, nine strikes, three outs. So, I mean, yeah, I think you, you hit it right on the head. Those are my two starters. No doubt. Verlander, like you said, since going to Houston has, you know, rejuvenate his career. He is showing why he was, you know, this is you know one of the elite pitchers for so long, and that he definitely still has it. And like I said, Scherzer, not only is he in line for the Cy Young in the National League, but I mean, he has a very, very strong argument for that MVP award at this point in the season as well. I mean, and and I love seeing that because you know Scherzer's. You know, he played his college ball at Mizzou, and I'm a Mizzou fan. So, it's awesome to see that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't see how it could be anyone besides these two. They have been great, and, and Scherzer is just doing – like what, what Mike Trout is doing offensively this year. Scherzer like, doing – Yeah, Scherzer's doing it from the pitching mound, right? Like, I mean, equal levels. I mean, it's it's – really unprecedented territory that they are messing with right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, like I said, Trout, I mean, Scherzer is the trout of pitching pretty much uh, to say, I guess. Uh, he's he's just having a very good year. I hate that we, the Braves, have to face him so much. <laughs> uh, we've actually got really lucky and have only, I think we've only faced him like once this year so far. So if we can get Strasburg every night, we'll be all right because we, we can – tear the ball up whenever he pitches against us. But Scherzer, not so much, but not a lot of people can say that they can hit the ball good off of Scherzer. So, uh, yeah, it's just – he's just – he's insane. He's unhittable pretty much. Well, so there you have it, guys. There is our all-star bouts. Who we feel should make the Midsummer Classic. You know, I would love to hear what you guys think. You know, who's on your list – 
you can you can jump over to outofpinbaseball.com and you can uh, you know send us a message on there. You can jump on our social media accounts because we're on uh, Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, all across the board. Uh, if you jump onto outofpinbaseball.com, go over to the uh, was the connect page and all of our social accounts are linked right there. You can just click it, jump right over. Uh, I want to hear what you guys you know think. Who, who are the players that you deserve, think deserve to be on that all-star ballot? Um, yeah, yeah, I want to hear because we still got a little bit of voting time left before the all-star break, and it's going to be interesting to see what these players do. And, and you know, I think it's going to be a great all-star break this year um obviously we got you know some guys that are you know definitely putting themselves in position to be a part of it for the first time so it's gonna be fun to to see who we have you know that makes it um andrew i want to thank you for jumping on with me tonight man it's been great talking you know all-star rosters and and talking a little bit about the website man i mean i i thought it was great i don't know how you're feeling about it but but i really enjoyed it yeah, it was fun. Um, definitely uh, had a blast. I love talking baseball anytime I can, which I think you can read in my articles whenever you read them. Uh, anything that you want to talk to me about, I am down for. Uh, you can hit me up at D-A-T-E-A-S-1350 at, on Twitter. Um, and then just let me know what you think. If you want to talk, just hit me up. I'm down to talk about anything. Definitely, guys. And you can reach out to me at Eric Boston 3. That is Eric Boston in the number three. Definitely would love to interact with you guys. Um, so, so jump in there, get to talking, hit the website, leave some comments on these articles, guys. Um, and, and just thank you guys again. I know we've been saying it, but seriously, thank you guys for the support that you have uh, shown out of the pin baseball. We have, um, you know, it, it's just been beyond our expectations and it's been a fun ride so far, and we know it's not over uh, by any means. So we're just going to keep on enjoying it as we go. But you know, jump on there, hit us up um, the the Twitter account for Out of the Pin Baseball. It's at OTP Baseball. So that's at OTP Baseball for Out of the Pin Baseball, obviously. Uh, so if you haven't started following us, jump on there, do so guys. And we'll be looking forward to um, not only interacting with you on social media, you know, interacting with you in the comments on the website, but we'll be back here next weekend with a new show. Uh, I'm not sure exactly who's going to be here, but a couple of us will be for sure. And we'll be talking, you know, the, the latest stuff. Uh, I think we've got, I, I, I'm not going to you know say what we've got going, but I think we've got a very good, topic for next weekend as well that i'm interested to, to hear uh discussed regardless of who is here hey if you need anybody i'm free next week too well hey we, we, we may just take you up on that man but you're definitely welcome to be on the show anytime that's for sure that's for sure but thank you again andrew for jumping on with me tonight and, and knocking the show out um thanks for listening guys if you haven't make sure you share the news about out of the pen with all your baseball friends because it's that word of mouth that's helping us do what we're doing uh but until next week uh have a have a blast and, and enjoy all the happenings around baseball for the next week guys we will see you next saturday